Thanks for listening to the Velocity Church podcast. We hope that this message encourages you, inspires you, and challenges you to take your next step with Jesus. Now here's the message. When you're born again, you're born again in the Spirit, you don't really feel anything because the Spirit is unseen, but it's a very real world. And that's how you're reborn. You're born again in the kingdom. You have to be born into it. And your spirit is made brand new, a new creation of Christ Jesus. Matter of fact, a third of you is perfect. Your spirit is perfect. It's not going to have to be redeemed. When you go to heaven, your spirit will go on to be with the Lord. But you'll get a new body, praise God. And, and, and you're going to get a, a new mind, new soul. Uh, that has, but in the process of having that new spirit, that's how we receive from God that's how you operate in the kingdom of God. It's not just by your head. It's through your heart. God speaks to your heart. The devil will speak to your head. The enemy will come to your head. The world will talk to your head. And we have to renew our head, our soul. Because see, you got a spirit. That's the real you. You have a soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions. But how many of you know you got stinking thinking? So you have to change that thinking by renewing your mind with the Word of God. Romans 12 says it like this, do not be conformed to this world, but be you transformed. Don't be shaped. Don't march like the world. Don't think like the world. Don't be conformed with the world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind with the word of God that you might be able to prove the complete, perfect, and acceptable will of God. You want to know God's will? You don't have to go get a book to the seven steps of the will of God. Just get in the word of God and it will renew your mind so you can prove it. You can say, that's God. That's not the pizza I had last night. <laughs> that's how you do it. You renew. And the same time, because you're blessed. The Bible says in Joshua 1.8, if you observe the law, this book of the law should not depart from your mouth. But if you believe in it, meditate, observe it, and do everything according to it, you will have good success. You will make your way prosperous. You know why? Because you're renewing your mind with the Word of God, but also faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. How many of you heard about faith before? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith creates substance to what you hope for. How many got some things you hope for? How many got some things you're hoping for in 2024? Right? What's going to bring that to pass through God's will, because you can't ask for something outside of God's will. If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us and we have the petitions we desire. That's why you can't just run around naming and claiming everything, all right? You can name and claim it if it's God's will. But if it's not God's will, it's not going to work. So you transform your mind, renew your mind, you get with God, and he leads you. And, and that's how you're able to prove this is God. This is a nod from God. This is God uh, speaking to my spirit. And, and so what we do with the Word of God, we, we read in Matthew, he says, you have your, 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 Peter, he says, you're blessed because God revealed that. He opened a curtain. He opened a veil. How many when the light bulb comes on, you hear something out of the Word, and you're like, I get that. You know who you got to thank? The Father. You say, oh, the preacher, he's a, he's a good preacher. He's just maybe a good conduit. Because it's all coming from God. Because the Holy Spirit teaches us all things and gives us remembrance of all things. He's the one. So you have the Holy Spirit to think if you get anything today out of this message, you go, I understand that. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Speaking to your spirit. 
And he told Peter, he says, you're blessed. And he says, you're no longer Simon, but I'm going to call you Peter, Petros, small rock. And he says, and I will build my church on Petra, the rock, because Petros was individual living stones. How many of you know that? We're living stones and we're built together to build one rock, the universal church, one rock. And that's what Jesus says, I will build my church on that rock and the gates of hell should not prevail. Praise God. Doesn't mean it won't come against you. They'll try to come against you, but the weapons will not prosper. No weapon shall prosper. Greater is he that's in you. He's in oil. So the gates of hell shall not have victory. And he says this, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom, not to the kingdom. He didn't say key to the kingdom. If you're born again, you're in the kingdom. You don't need a key to get in it. You're, you're born again. You're through Christ Jesus. You're in the kingdom. But he says, I give you keys, plural, of the kingdom. And that's what we're going to learn about today. How do we use the keys? Keys give you authority. You can open a door. You can lock a door by a key. And whatever you bind on earth, notice the progression. Whatever you bind on earth, heaven will bind. Whatever you loose on earth, heaven will loose. That means heaven's going to back you up. You have that authority. Jesus delegated that authority to you. So you have the keys. And if, you, if it lines up with God's will, right? Lines up with God's will, then you have that authority. And nothing can stop the church. And you're part of that church. And see, God has a plan for you, a purpose for you. But the devil will come along and try to steal, kill, and destroy and throw mountains in your way. Huh? Hurdles in your way? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Wouldn't it be nice if we could just do the purpose of God and just roll out the red carpet and just like the steps are ordered by the Lord, you know? But sometimes we're walking through the shadow of valley of death. But we're still in God's will. But we're not going to let the devil defeat us. The gates of hell shall not prevail. Hallelujah. I want to show you something here this morning. I drew a little diagram. I have to draw pictures. Guys, I'm a simple man. That's what I do. I'm gonna, let's put the first one up there. Yes. This is like, let's say Power Supply is Blue Bonnet Electric. Amen. City of Brenham. Okay, whatever. That's the power supply. They power your house to your breaker box, to your home. Each one of you have a breaker box. That power comes from the power supply to your house. But then from your house, the wiring, everything, the power goes to a switch. Right? Flip the switch on, what comes on? Light, dishwasher, wash machine, whatever appliance you have. You flip it on, comes on. Flip it off, goes off. Now, let me ask you a question. Would it be ignorant of me to be sitting in my house and call the power company and say, hey, uh, Blue Mountain Electric, would you come over to my house and flip my switch on to the, to the light? They're going to listen to you and say, no, you have that authority. I'm going somewhere here with this, all right? You have that authority. So they have all the power supply that you need. Before that power supply to flow from your home to the switch to what you want and back to the source. See, it makes a circuit. That's an electrical circuit, okay? The authority comes from you. You can do what you want with that switch. Now, let's put this next one up there. Maybe I can use this little pointer. So, 
I'm not liking the kingdom of God. These are spiritual laws. These are spiritual laws that you can use to help you get where the plan and the purpose and God's will for your life. You know, sometimes you have mountains in the way, and sometimes you just need some provision. How many of you know what I'm talking about? This is how you do it. All right, the power supply, Christ in the kingdom of God. Ephesians 1, 3 says, Praise be to God who has blessed us, that's past tense, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So all the power, when Jesus said it's finished, it's finished. He says, so all the power is is right there. He says, he will bless, he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing that we might need, every provision, healing, no matter what, deliverance, whatever you need, mountain moving faith you need comes from that. It's already there. It's in the power supply. It's in the kingdom of God. Because Jesus says it's finished. He bought and paid for it. So it's all done. From there you go, you have to make sure you're in the will of God, right? You don't go right here and ask the power supply, supply the power and go do whatever you want to do. Huh? Many plans are in a man's heart, but it's God's purpose that prevails. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, and they're good plans. Plans for you to have a hope and a future. He says, I got good plans for you. God knows the plans for you, has for you, but do you know the plans? So to know the will of God, we've got to renew our mind. Right now, you're hearing, faith goes, comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. You read your word. You're renewing your mind. You're getting rid of that stinking thinking, right? You know why you've got to get rid of this? Because this is your free will is in your soul. And your spirit is worn with your free will, with your soul. And how many of you know you've got an earth suit, flesh, that can act like a cobra sometimes? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Any mamas in here have somebody gets on to your little child, your little sweet angel? <laughs> what comes out? <sighs> Double-headed cobra, right? Mama bear. But that flesh wants to call the shots and govern the life. But God's spirit wants to do the same thing. And the reason it's after your soul, there's a war going on. Galatians says the the spirit and the flesh war against one another because they're after your soul. Because this is what makes the choices. Because God didn't make you a puppet. You have a free will. So it's after that. So that's why you want to renew your mind. So when the spirit speaks to you, you're like, this is God. For my sheep hear my voice. Hallelujah. So you got to know the will of God. And then so Matthew 28. So, so he says, I'm building my church, my embassy, my government on the earth. So heaven can come to the earth. For thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so God has delegated. Christ Jesus has won all authority. When he died on the cross and rose again. He took the devil, the keys from the devils of death because he rose again, conquered the grave. In Matthew 28, it says it like this. It says, all authority. You know what that all means in Hebrew? It means all. (laughs) All authority in heaven and on where we are. On earth is mine. Therefore, Go. Who's he talking to when he says go? The church. 
Where are we at on the earth? He says, all power and all authority has been given to me on heaven and earth. Therefore, church, in light of that, go. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. You have been delegated authority. You have the authority. You see, sometimes having that authority, we don't know it. And we don't know what we can do with our rights and privileges. And sometimes we live so far beneath our rights and privileges because the devil comes and still kills and destroys and lies to us. Do you know you have the authority over the devil? Amen. The church does. You know, it says that scorpions and serpents and lions are all, we tread upon them. Huh? It's under your feet. You know, the Bible says that submit to God, submit to his word, renew your mind with his word, submit to God, and you resist the devil. It didn't say God resists the devil. You have that authority. So sometimes you're telling God, oh, please, stop this devil. He says, I've done everything I'm going to do about the devil. I defeated him on the cross. Now use your authority. Now we pray. Do we pray? Yes, we pray to find out God's will. And there's times we need to come to the throne room with grace. And he, he has mercy on us. So that delegated authority we have. Now here's where we're going to get in trouble, okay? From delegated authority to faith switch. Because for this to flow all the way around, this is God. He's given it to us. We walk in that authority. But this is responsible is for us. This is us. <laughs> faith comes by what? Hearing the Word of God. You're hearing, right now, if you're hearing the Word of God being preached, it goes against the culture. It goes against the world. This is God's thoughts. He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways, says the Lord. But it doesn't mean that he, you can't transform your mind to it, to be like it. And that's what he's doing. So if you're weak in faith, it's because either you're not hearing the Word of God enough, you're not reading the Word of God enough, you're not renewing your mind. What's going to stop you? See, if I, if I flip that switch to, to own, then the power is going to flow and it's going to get to the need and purpose. Whatever I need manifested is going to turn on or be removed. Praise God. Amen. Need provision is going to be provided for because every spiritual blessing in heavenly places have been provided. It's going to flow through and it's going to be provided for. If I need healing, you know what? Well, for this reason, the Son of Man was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So it comes here, goes through there. I believe that. I have faith for that. Whew. Manifested. Well, here's the trouble a lot of times with people. They, they think, well, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If, if you ask most people, they say, what is faith? And they say, well, it's just believing. It starts off with believing, but it, it's got to be more than just believing. Because the Bible says that you believe in one God, monotheistic, you believe in one God, even the demons do, and they tremble. So what happens is you can't just sit here, just say like you're at your house, right? And you can't sit there and say, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. If I muster up enough belief, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Because there's got to be action. There's got to be corresponding action to your faith. Faith without works is it's dead. So you can say, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, to your blue in the face. And it's not going to happen. It could be just a mental assent. You mentally assent to that, but you really don't believe that. If you thought a, a tornado was fixing to hit this place right now, 
he heard sirens going off, and you heard it on the Weather Channel. It's fixing to hit Westwood Cinema 6 within 10 minutes. Would you still be sitting there? You would take action, wouldn't you? Because you believe the weather report. You believe the radar. How much more can we believe God and His Word and take action? Are you taking action? Are you believing? Are you walking? Once you do that and you flip that switch, guess what happens? What you need or the purpose or whatever is coming against you. In the name of Jesus, the gates of hell. Remember? The church. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. If the church thinks like that, believes like that, faith like that, you have that authority. Are you walking in that authority? Now, here's a problem some people have. You hear a message like this on Sunday? You're like, praise God, three amens and a hallelujah. And you think, I flipped this faith switch. But how many of you know that sometimes God's promises are yes and amen? But how many of you know that sometimes he's got a different timetable? This timing. Have y'all noticed that God's timetable, his timing is a little slower than ours? I've noticed that. So many times, it might be the will of God. You prayed about it. You flipped the switch. You believe on Sunday. But then on Monday, you went from warrior to wimp. And you say, oh, that's not going to happen. You know, this is my, my granddaddy died when he was 50. And his dad, my daddy died when he was in his 50s. And so I guess I'm going to No, no, no. Psalms 91 says that he will satisfy you with long life. That's got to be your confession. See, sometimes when you flip the faith switch, you got to hold on to it for a while. <laughs> You're going to be there a while. Huh? For Joseph, it was 13 years for his dream to come true. I have a dream, remember? 13 years in a prison, but he held on to it. And then one day he became second in command over Egypt. Went from chains to gold chains. Amen. Went from the pit. Sometimes you got to be in the pit for a while. And God's going to test your faith. Through faith and patience, you inherit the promises of God. Endurance. Hebrews 10 says it like this. What you need of is endurance. For after you've done the will of God, you receive the promise. Sometimes... We get right there and we flip it and we think, okay, I believe and I'm speaking and I'm saying and I'm believing and I'm acting and I'm working. And you work on it for about two days. And the next thing you know, you're like, you remember when Peter walked on water? He saw Jesus walking on water and goes, Lord, if you forbid, let me, let me come out. And Jesus gives him one word, come. That was the authority, come. Peter starts walking on water. But then he says, he sees the, he sees the waves, they're boisterous, and the, and, and the waves and the wind, and he, he begins sinking. And when he sinks down, the Lord is there to help him and pull him back up. He goes, oh, you of little faith. And when I first read that, I was like, Lord, he walked on water. You know? He stepped out and walked on water. I don't think he's talking about the, because a, a little faith will move a mountain the size of a mustard seed. I think it's the longevity of his faith. He walked out there. I remember preaching years ago 
and I, I took a balloon. And I, 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 you know, I was talking about the promises of God. Yes, and I mean, I go, you know, by his stripes, you are healed. <laughs> and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. <laughs> Kept blowing, expanding this balloon. And then uh, that was like on a Sunday. And I said, this is what happens on Monday. And I let it go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what can happen to our faith. Let's move on, all right? So faith switch. And then it manifests what we need. And guess what? 9668, we won't turn there. Glory to God. All the glory that's due. It's not because, oh, I am such a man of faith. I'm the Bible answer man. You got anything, you just ask me. I'm God's number one man, you know. I'm on the A team for God. You know, that'll get you on the B team. You keep thinking like that, you'll be on the same team. Next thing, you'll be riding a pine on the end of the bench, not doing what God wanted you to do. You got to walk in humility. And you remind yourself that he says, I'm the vine, you're the branches. Without me, you can't do anything. All glory. He's due all glory. And you return it back to God. So the flow, you catch the flow? Christ, the kingdom, it's all there. Everything to fulfill, everything you need for godliness. And And to do God's plan and will for your life is already there. Everything you need. You got the authority. Jesus gave it to you. Now it's up to your faith. And you're going to have to do that by hearing the Word of God, reading the Word of God, pouring yourself in the Word of God. That's what it says. If you meditate on this day and night, you will have good success. You know why? Because when you meditate and chew on it, that's what it means to meditate. It doesn't mean sitting there like, uh, no. Chew on the Word of God. Right now I'm giving you a lot of meat. And a lot of you over there right now are going like this. Right? You know, cows. I've been around cows all my life. My dad got cows, and I used to watch them eat grass, and they just get great quantities, but I've never seen them swallow. They're just like, you know, just tearing that grass. But then they would lay down, you know, in the afternoon, and you see them over there with their legs tucked under, and they're going like this. What are they doing? Chewing on the cut. What they've eaten. Now, y'all have breakfast, right? They eat the grass, they swallow it, they regurgitate it, they bring it back up, they chew it on some more. They swallow it again, they bring it back up, they chew it on some more. Then eventually the grass becomes a cow. That's what you do with the Word of God when it says meditate. You're chewing on the cud, you're chewing on the Word. You hear this Word, you don't just walk out of here and say, that's a good message, you go home with it and say, okay. Ephesians 1, 3 says, we've been blessed, past tense, with every spiritual blessing. You know what you're doing? You're taking the word, you're chewing on the cud. You're bringing it back up. You're chewing on it. And it'll change you. It'll transform you. These are spiritual laws that will change your life. Now, let me show you a little lady that used this. Mark chapter 5. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of time. Mark chapter 5. Let's look at verse 25. Is it up there? Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years, so she has an issue, and had suffered, suffered many things. You know, we're not to put up with just things. You know that? God's not a respecter of persons. You can call upon him. He's Jehovah Rapha. You need healing? He's Jehovah Rapha. 
He's the one who heals. You got to have faith for that. You hear that today? And if you have a struggle with that, and you're like, oh, I don't know about that, go to the Word of God and read it. Because you, you lost your focus. Your focus got to be on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. He's the Word. And she suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better but grew worse. First spiritual principle right here, verse 27. When she heard about Jesus, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the Word. You know, all the, the, with the world is being upheld by the Word of His power, the power of His Word. The reason the sun came up this morning, because God ordained that, and it's by His Word. That's that Word. Jesus is the word she heard. How does faith come by? That's the first principle. She heard. She heard, and I, and I know that she, she I, 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 I see that she grabbed something out of Malachi for the action that she took place. She heard about Jesus. See, you need to hear that Jesus is still healing today. He's still delivering today. He's still providing for today. Listen, if he's done it in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he's still doing it today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change like shifting sand. Amen? You got people telling you, denominations telling you that all oh, that went away with apostles. No, it went away when you quit believing. Amen. Don't blame it on God. The buck stops with you. Amen. Your faith switched because you prayed about your big toe and it didn't get healed. You say, God doesn't do that anymore. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We always want to blame God or the devil, but we never blame ourselves. Could it be that we need to renew our mind? Maybe we don't got weak faith. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd. And in another gospel says she pressed in. She pressed in and came behind him in the crowd and she touched his garment. There's number two, spiritual two, right? Faith without works is what? Faith's got to have a corresponding action. Just like I said, you think that, yeah, I believe there's a tornado heading this way. What would you do? Adios, I'm gone, right? That's, faith takes action. She took action. She heard about Jesus, and she went to go touch. She took action. Because whatever you believe, Whatever you believe in, you'll take action with. Your actions will tell you what you believe. Your actions will tell you what you believe. And here's a very important verse 28. This is a, this is a strong, this is a completion of the spiritual law working in life. First, she had to hear. Faith comes by hearing. Next, she had to take action without faith. Without works is dead. Next one, for she said, for she said, she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I'll be made well. I know she read that in Malachi because it says that, that the hymn of the great high priest healing would come through his wings. That's why she said the hymn of his garment. So she, she heard, she took action, and she spoke it. How many of you know you get blessed by what you say? And how many of you know you can dig a grave with this tongue? 
Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 4, 18. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it shall eat its fruit. You know why you're going to eat the fruit? If you say things that are lined up with the Word of God, it manifests. If you think things that line up with fear and the devil, you can be your own prophet and it can come to pass. Remember what Jesus said? See, see, God knows that and the devil knows that. That's why the devil's after your tongue and God's after it too. Because Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty three, 23, he spoke to a fig tree. Remember that story? And he said it where all of, everybody it says in that gospel, his disciples heard him. That means he said it out loud. No fruit evermore grow on you. And they walk away and that fig tree, you know, it looks green. But they walk away, 24 hours they come back, fig tree's dead by the roots. Peter goes, Master, the fig tree you cursed is dead. He goes, have faith in God. Have faith in God, for you can say unto this mountain, be removed and cast in the sea, and if you'll not doubt in your heart, but believe in the things that you say, shall come to pass. You'll have whatever you... You see the importance of saying, speaking? Hold fast to your confession, for he who promised is faithful. It's important you got to say it. you got to speak it. And what took place after all those spiritual laws took place? So she heard about Jesus, she worked and pressed in, and she spoke what she believed. Look at the next thing. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus immediately knowing himself that power, remember that power supply? That power had gone out of him. Turned around in the crowd said, who touches my clothes? The disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you ask who touched me? Everybody's touching him. But somebody flipped the switch. Somebody was heard about Jesus. Somebody spoke in faith. Somebody took action. And when it did, power left the power supply. Amen. And Jesus like, whoa, where the, who took that? Virtue left him. Power left, and she received it. And it says, who touched you? Everybody's touching, but they don't have the faith. Because they didn't say it, and they didn't hear about it. They're just like, you know, give me fast food. To follow Jesus, it's not fast food, all right? You don't just pull up and say, okay. I know we like microwave Christianity. But there's some steps. These are the steps I'm giving to you here this morning. Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your, your faith has made you well, go in peace and be healed of your affliction. That's it, folks. You see, the flow, for power to flow out of him, it took those steps. Remember that diagram? For power to flow out, 
takes those steps. Where we get hung up is our faith. If you lost your focus, you lost your faith, get back in the Word. Huh? Get back in the Word. Renew your mind. Renew your soul. Faith comes by hearing. You, you, let me tell you. And it doesn't mean you've got to read. Okay, I'm going to read chapter after chapter after chapter. Just, just chewing a little bit. You know, I'll, do, I'll take like Hebrews 11.1. 1, I say, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hmm. Faith can create substance to what I hope for. You got to have hope because hope is the address to faith to bring the substance to. If you don't have hope, then there's no address and faith is like, where do we bring the substance to? That's called chewing on it, meditating on it, getting revelation on it, chew on it. Don't just, people say, well, I read the whole Bible in six months. Well, good for you. Did you get anything out of it? You read the Bible, but did the Bible read you? Slow it down. You don't have to just pour over just chapters. Blessed the man who stands not in the counsel of the ungodly or sits in the seat of the scornful. Stands in the path of sinners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. The law of the, his delight is law. And in his word he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water that will not lose its leaf when the drought comes. And he will have good success. You want to have good success? Renew your mind. You build up your faith. Hear from God. Thanks for listening today. To stay connected, visit us online at velocityburnham.org and follow us on Instagram. And if you're ever in the Burnham area, we'd love to have you visit us on a weekend. Thanks again, and we hope to see you soon.